0: forgot how to podcast we both forgot (laughs) how to podcast we are still trying to figure this out oh boy
1: you have it we're good
0: i think so hey hello everybody
1: welcome 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 to teachers talk talk. it's only been a week for you all but it's been about three for us oh yeah i was gonna say four i'm back is back
0: yo better than ever yeah i'm a whole new changed woman because
1: i'm engaged G got mm, engaged mm, in mm, Italy. Mm, you know what's so funny is I was listening to our episode where you said right now I might be getting engaged <sighs> and I was and you were you had just <laughs> oh my god engaged so that's
0: so crazy you put it out into the
1: universe and I it did. happened and I now did. we're just two best friends that are getting married together. oh I cannot
0: <laughs> wait it's so crazy like
1: it's just such like I don't know the dream, right? It is the dream to like get married at the same time as your best friend. I agree wholeheartedly.
0: Yeah. And it was so cute. He was so nervous all day. He had like four (laughs) shots of espresso and I was like (laughs) so jittery. It's so funny because when I asked him if he was nervous, he was like, no, I think I was fine. And you were like, Uh, oh no, he was a hot mess all day. And he was like, well, did you know it was coming? I was like, honestly, I was like praying that it would happen because we were in Tuscany and this like, it was beautiful perfect. villa like mm-hmm. beautiful i was like look if he doesn't do it here i'm gonna be going crazy yeah sure because crazy. i was watching him the whole time uh-huh. i told you this yeah. but i was like okay his suitcase is wide open mm-hmm. like he's not he hasn't to hide. Hidin', hidden 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 anything <laughs> like mm-hmm. he's being so calm
2: yeah and
0: then the day of like, the morning of, we went and got coffee, mm-hmm. and he had two cappuccinos, mm-hmm. and then we came home, and he had more coffee. And so, like, I was just attributing it to all the coffee, and I was yeah. like, dude, are you okay? Like, are we good here? <laughs> but no, it was magical and perfect, and he even hired a photographer in Italy, so good for you. He did well. That was, he did so well. I'm he so proud well. of him.
1: Well, because when I originally had messaged him, he was like, he... He was like, yeah, I reached out to a couple of photographers, found this one. I was like, good job. Good oh, yes. work. Talented. And then he gave me literally an exact time. Oh, did he really? Yeah, he gave me wow. the time. Um, so that Because it was, he told me 6.15, your guys' time. <laughs> 6.15. Down to the dot. Oh, my gosh. And then, which was 9.15 our time, and I was working. So, I remember I told my my boss I was like hey listen my,
0: boss.
1: my best friend's about to get engaged in about 30 minutes oh my god! don't know if I'm gonna get a phone call but just so you're aware that's <laughs> so cute and so yeah oh, oh, it was that just
0: makes me so happy
1: I was just that morning I was like giddy for you because oh, <laughs> I woke up so and I was like funny. oh David's gonna get engaged
0: it's weird because I like woke up because we were sleeping there was no air conditioning mm-hmm. where we were at yeah. and it was so hot but mm-hmm. I like woke up that morning feeling like super refreshed yeah I was like you know it's gonna be a great day for no reason i'm like it was it was a great day no it was wonderful there was wait you were just saying something and i wanted there was something funny i was gonna talk about uh i don't remember
1: he told me the time
0: yeah the exact time it was something like that
1: he hired a photographer
0: (laughs) no i don't i can't remember anyway
1: but you got to see italy and yeah i had a
0: ton of food we ate Absurd amount of pasta Always. and pizza and you gelato. Have you have to when you're in Italy. It was great. Honestly, I loved Nice, France. Yeah. That was cool. We went to like a small town called Eze. That was one of my favorite little spots because it was like kind of um, medieval-ish. Yeah like Siena, but like on a coastline okay so it was cool it was different and fun and love that lots of exploring and then we went from europe to california <laughs> <laughs> so we've just been going non-stop and you it's guys. don't get me wrong amazing but i think we're both in this space we're like okay right. let's get back to routine mm-hmm. let's get back to like a sense of normalcy mm-hmm. Because it's just been go, go, go. And I think we're, like I was telling you, we're going to pull our house off the market. Just like focus on wedding planning and that kind of stuff. Because (laughs) doing a house and wedding planning is a lot. That is a lot. For two humans too.
1: If you all have been wondering what I've been doing while Taylor's been on these (laughs) adventures, (laughs) I've been at home reading. Yes, you (laughs) have. And also wedding planning. But like in a boring way. Um, yeah. Why in a boring way? I feel like it's just been me um, on my computer for about three hours at a time.
0: But that's what it consists of. It like, is. Like honestly, that's what it consists of. It's been a lot. Oh, I remember what I was going to say like everyone's been asking like, when are you getting married? I'm like, um. I literally got engaged <laughs> like a week ago. <laughs> You, what do you chill. mean you don't
1: have a plan of when you're getting married like, yet what's the day where are you getting
0: married I'm like can I go home you're and like can like, I enjoy figure this out my engagement oh 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 nope nope no this is what I was gonna say okay this part okay it was cute because the night we got engaged 6 15 p.m. yes it was awesome because we like did all the photos did everything and then he was like are you okay if we just spend like the next few hours phone just, like, oh, nice. being in the moment and yeah. just enjoying each other's company. Like, we went to a nice dinner and, like, didn't post anything. We didn't tell anybody yet. Yeah. And it was just, like, it was cute because we got to, like, relish in the moment mm-hmm. and just be, like, together in yeah. it. And it was just, it was so nice. Oh, and then nice. we did the whole, like, call everybody, yeah. Instagram, and then our phones naturally blew up. Oh, and we were like, course. okay, There we go. Yeah. And it was awesome. but. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why I wanted to mention that. It was just like just it nice. Was just, it was a nice piece. Yeah, that is. But you've been reading a book that I want to read, which Ooh. we will talk about. I'm gonna do
1: an episode on it. Um, it's called The Achievement Gap by someone Wagner. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> someone Wagner.
0: Achievement gap. And it's <laughs> not related to the knowledge gap. Correct. it is not because not it was nope. written prior to because um, wrote it in like 18 yeah
1: sorry I'm trying to look up Achievement Gap by Wagner something I'm so sorry No, you're fine. Achievement Gap by Tony Wagner. I was going to say Troy, but I knew that was was not right. Um, No, this was, it was written, I think it was originally published. Oh, it was originally published in 2008. Uh, But it is, I honestly, I do think all teachers should read it. Uh, It is aimed more towards high school teachers and high school like education. Mm -hmm. But I think it is so important for us as elementary teachers as well to have an idea of the what he calls the seven um essential like survival skills that you need as a future employee employer and employee mm-hmm. um and it just it's it's eye-opening to to hear about the things that are going on in other public schools around the country and how our education system is failing us.
0: Yeah. I can't wait for that episode. Oh, It's yes. going to be like kind of a good one to pair with what we're talking about today. I
1: was going to say your, this is probably pretty similar because it is going, you are going to go into another country's education system. Mm-hmm. The book that I'm reading, it very briefly mentions Finland and how yeah. Finland's doing it right. Um, but it kind of talks, it's more about like what no child left behind has done to our education system mm-hmm. a lot of that and how we teach to the test and how we are not forming like adults essentially like human beings yes. like real human beings that human need to function that in society think for themselves and yeah, things problem like that solve yeah. and
0: be a team player and so
1: I am very excited about that
0: I can't wait to hear more about that there are two more points that we want to talk about before we get into today's episode. Yes. I'm going to talk about the documentary before we talk about the other surprise piece that we want everyone to hear. Okay. So if you're skipping, skip through my voice. But when you hear Skylar's voice, (laughs) you're going to want to listen to that part. But on our way home from Europe, David and I, we did the whole thing where like you sit next to each other on the plane and you play the same like tv show or whatever (laughs) but we watched this documentary called before the flood and it took or actually it was filmed in 2016 or it was released in 2016 Mm -hmm. so it's not that old but it was this great documentary that i feel like has been completely pushed to the side due to like political climate and just covid and all the things But I'm like, more people need to watch this and see it and just be exposed to its information because I felt like it was worthwhile. Mm -hmm. So if you have nothing to do and you are bored out of your mind and you want something to watch, um, I don't know where you can find it, but look up Before the Flood with Leonardo DiCaprio. It is a 10 out of 10. I had to say it. It talks about just climate change and little things that we can do in our lives to change, like to make an impact on what's going on in the world. So it talks about like what an impact palm oil has Mm. and meat consumption, stuff like that. And just, we can take these little actionable steps, like not purchasing foods with palm oil or Mm -hmm. like makeup with palm oil, Yeah, you know, simple, simple things. So definitely look it up, give Mm. it a watch. I want to rewatch it because it made me want to like drop everything, mm. put solar panels up and like <laughs> drive a tesla. Um it's available on Disney Plus. <gasps> Is it really of mm-hmm. all places? That's yep. interesting. No, it's really good. Leo does a it. great job like staying humble yeah. throughout. Like he was just very vulnerable. He's like I am not an expert and I don't expect you to think that I'm an expert. Like mm-hmm. I am learning through this as I go through these like basically he travels around the world yeah and looks at the destruction wow. that's happening like forest fires and mm-hmm. rainforests being destroyed and animals that are it's horribly sad yeah. but very like eye opening and important like yeah. we need this information to be exposed yeah because we we forget that it's happening cuz we're in our bubble and we are. We need to change that. Yeah. We need to be more cognizant of what's happening around us. Mm-hmm. Okay, your turn. I'm going to watch that. Um, we are going to do a giveaway. <gasps> we are. A pew, pew, pew. Courtesy of Skylar. She did <laughs> such a great job while I was traveling. She, like, got everything together. I was at
1: Costco and just... Costco's the best. Having a great time. (laughs) I was honestly, I haven't been to Costco in a very long time just because Matt works there and he gets all the Costco stuff for us. But um, I saw some sharpie packages and some fun school stuff so i was like you know what let's do a giveaway so right before the
0: start of school too yeah let's do awesome um, a
1: a beginning of school year giveaway because i'm I'm sure you all are heading back soon if not you are already back i know uh chandler went back today gilbert
0: just the teachers or
1: no students
0: they're year round. They're ra- oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. They're year okay. round. I was like, oh my gosh, they're already back. I, yeah. I haven't even done our episode yet on back to school, which <laughs> yeah. I will. Yes. I will. That'll be the next one that okay. I do. Cool, cool, cool. I have. The, I bought the new book. Claudette reached out to us with a new version of back to school or the first days oh. of school. Cool. And so I bought it. Cool, cool, cool. Don't Love worry, that. everybody. I got you
1: yeah (laughs) but yeah if you want to check out our instagram and go see how you can participate in that giveaway because who doesn't love free stuff
0: um i know i do i love free stuff especially when it comes to school supplies that i don't want to purchase exactly so (laughs) love that for us but thank you for getting that together and then Uh, we'll put all the details in the post yes we will so look out for it on Oh, me. Teachers
1: yes. underscore talk underscore podcast. It's been a
0: hot minute. It's been a while, but
1: check us out. Yeah. You can also see it, Taylor's engagement on Oh, there.
0: you can. <laughs> I just downloaded the rest of the proposal pic, so yeah. I'm sure I'll post another one because <laughs> why not? Why
1: not? I wonder if I... I don't think I ever posted mine.
0: What? Oh, on our page? Yeah. You should. We should just do like a one post and like... <laughs> Yo, check us out.
1: Look, we're engaged. <laughs> <laughs> I've been engaged for validate me <laughs> on let's see today's uh, it'll be a one, oh yeah. it'll be one year on the
0: twenty first. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Oh my gosh, no way. Mm-hmm. Dang, <laughs> ten years when you're having fun. It's been a wild year, for honestly. Sure. I love it for us. Anywho, cool. Should we do it, Taylor?
1: This is your episode, oh, so gosh. I'm here to listen. And not make as many noises. You know, <laughs> I started make to realize. all the noises you want. I started to realize that I just do that. hmm yeah, hmm I do mm-hmm. that too. I know, but I feel like that's people don't f- want to
0: hear it. It's good feedback. It makes me feel better about myself. I know. Like you're responding. I am. I'll it's just, fine. I'll just nod at you. Yeah. So that you know I'm listening. You're like, yeah, girl, yeah. He's silently pointing. <laughs> yeah, you got it. So today. Today. I'm relearning how to be a podcaster. And I'm also relearning what I read while I was on vacation. So oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor's like, oh, I was like, I don't remember any of this information <sighs> I'm about to share with you. I took these notes while on the nine-hour flight back mm. to the United States. Okay, So my brain was already like mush at yeah. that point and also like focused on so many other things, cool. but it's fine. So this book that I bought is called In Teachers We Trust. And this was recommended to me by one of our listeners, which I don't know if she wants to shout out, but you, she knows. You
1: shouted her out already. Have I?
0: Okay. I'm going to do it. Is that fine? Um, Paige. Yeah. I
1: was like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you already shouted her out the last time you said you were going to read this. Love so. you, Paige. She <laughs>
0: told me that we should read this. And she was absolutely correct in saying that I should read this because, mm. wow, mm. just, um, it hurts. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> yeah. it's like a bittersweet read because Mm -hmm. you know that there is a better way of doing things Mm -hmm. out there but simultaneously it's like oh my gosh like we are kind of more broken than Than I initially anticipated yeah that's how I feel
1: finishing my book right now yeah I'm like wow it's it's a hard pill to swallow or failing Mm -hmm. I yes Yes. and it sucks because we're in it and we love and I hope you all love your jobs as much as we do but we're in it and we're like all on board and then you realize like the rest of the country is is we're we're failing
0: yeah we're failing and it's like it's hard I don't know how many times like David always knows now like whenever a topic of any sort comes up like Mm -hmm. gun violence or like I don't even know just all that kind of political stuff yeah like do you want to know what the answer is David and he's like education, education. Like, thank you <laughs> yes yeah, and he knows like he's I trained. could go on like forever <laughs> mm-hmm. about the importance of education as I'm sure all of you can yes but it was like my friends from college texted me the other day and they're like yeah the government's concerned with how many charter schools are going up in my area right now and I'm like That's because our public education is failing. And that's kind of our fault. It is. Like, not us educators. I mean, like, the country as a whole. Yes. Like, we, no one wants to pay for it. No one wants to fund it. No one wants to support it. Mm -hmm. And then people just don't trust us, Mm -hmm. which is a perfect segue into where teachers are trusted, (laughs) a.k.a. Finland. So. You're telling me Finland trusts their teachers? Dude, they trust. To do their jobs? Everybody. They literally trust each other. That's to not steal each other's stuff to walk down the sidewalk to just like be a normal functioning human. What is that like? I don't know anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. I don't know anymore. Yeah. So this book and teachers, we trust the Finnish way. And by Finnish, I mean, Finland Finland. way to world-class schools. Um, this was written by Cy, I think is how you say it. Salzburg. Mm. I could totally be butchering that and I'm sorry. Mm. And Timothy D Walker. So, Tim, as I'll kind of refer to him, is or was, I should say, a teacher in the United States in Arlington, Massachusetts. But kind of life got going and his wife is originally from Finland. Mm-hmm. So they moved there in 2013. Um, Kind of like what I got from it is he wasn't super stoked about the move, mm-hmm. but just with like balancing, I think, two or three children. She was going to school. He was teaching. You can't. I live in the United States off a teacher salary? No, like it just you can't. Not possible. <laughs> not as a single income yeah. household at yes. least with children. So, um, he was one author of this book, and we see a lot of his own experiences within it, which is great to read. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other author, Sai, is a professor of education, a Finnish educator, a teacher, and an author. So he wrote this book, but he also wrote another book called Finnish Lessons, which I also have somewhere. Mm. (laughs) I'm like between two households right now. So like half my stuff is at our house and then half my stuff is at my parents. (laughs) Anyway, so I'm going to read that one. Um, But it's what can the world learn from educational change in Finland? Mm -hmm. Because they had this big education reform, Mm -hmm. which is kind of covered in this book. And he wrote another one called Let the Children Play, which I think is kind of interesting, How More Play Will Save Our Schools and Help Children Thrive. And he's currently a professor of education in the Southern Cross University in Australia. Wow. So he's like doing the darn thing. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, he's kind of all over the place, which is awesome. But it seems like they they both have written a lot, not a lot. They've both written at least one other book. Because mm. I know Tim wrote like 33 ways like suggestions or something mm. to like be a better teacher or like to teach like Finland. Oh cool. So yeah, I'm going to read those eventually. <laughs> it's just like I get one book, I get yep. excited and then I lose track of the others.
1: It's so funny cuz my brother um he just reads a lot now. But Does he, he he reads a lot of books about like um like meditation and breathing. Like he this read is an the entire book, right? Yeah, okay, this cool. is in like an entire book about like like breathing techniques and stuff like that and then he also is really into like um just like I would say health and wellness yeah but like in kind of different ways I don't know but anyway he he's always like do you want to read this book and I was like I literally have a pile of books about yay big that I need to read through before I can read any of your books Uh, but thank you for
0: the offer (laughs) do you have the struggle with like I have my educational books, like for school, mm-hmm. and then I have like my self help books for like me, yeah. like Woman Code that I want to read, mm-hmm. and then I have like I don't know fiction that like I want to dabble in like fiction books, but I'm like I haven't even those are on touched, the back burner. I
1: haven't even touched a fiction book in
0: yeah forever. Mine's been at least mine's all two education years. right now. All yeah. my
1: books right now, except for one is like the Better Brain on how to like oh, right, right, right. eat like a, a diet. I feel like that's self help. It is self help but i'm just this yeah. achievement gap book though amazing has been very long yeah um and not hard to read it's actually one of the easier books but for me my brain is like um i get through a part of a book and then i'm like oh i'm like halfway through Maybe I should start a different book. (laughs) No. (laughs) No. I've trained myself on this book. I'm like, I need to finish because now I'm in like the afterward part. Right. So I'm like, I've already read the bulk of the book. Mm -hmm. Do I really need
0: to finish? And I'm like, no, I'm finishing it it. until the last page because I hardly ever do that. You know, it's funny that you say that is Carter always tells us like we should be training our second graders to start chapter books and then read them cover to cover. Yeah. Because that's just like not innately a, a skill.
1: No, I've realized and that as way, I have as an not adult, finished yeah. a book. <laughs> like I read through Same. my what was yeah. my last episode, the disorganized, impulsive child, yeah. and I genuinely didn't finish. That. Yeah. yeah, I read through the chapters that I chose, and then I didn't Perfect. finish it. And I was like, you know what? I nope, I should finish it. Well,
0: and you can always go back to it. I know it'll be fine. Anyway, anyway, why are
1: we talking about this book? <laughs> that was not necessary. Uh, a short
0: tangent. It's fine. Um, but basically I wrote that we're living through a time in which our nation has super low trust in our education system Mm. and our educators. Um, I think you and I can both attest to that (laughs) just a little bit. And honestly, it hurts. It sucks to be an educator in a nation where people will question you and your abilities Mm Mm-hmm and your your ability to run and function like in a classroom Mm -hmm. like honestly it really uh I don't know a better way of saying this like pisses me off
1: and I'm don't I've not read through your notes I have no idea what you're going to talk about yeah but I feel like a lot of it comes from um parents who have had a teacher before that was yeah bad yeah I've had parents that genuinely will like question whatever but then they like throughout the year can learn to trust they enjoy you and they trust you but it's because they were like my my child did not have a good first grade teacher and a really bad first grade experience
0: well and a lot of it comes from systemic issues that are all over the place unfortunately which we only have so much time to cover (laughs) all of them yes um but i thought that this was a really important quote that kind of um lends itself to why we don't have trust in our education system. Mm. So the quote is the culture of the school often reflects the culture of the society that surrounds it. I think that in itself, one sentence is explains a whole lot. It does. It continues to say, this means that the beliefs, values, traditions, and expectations that are typical to a country commonly influence the ways in which schools operate. Mm. Um, not to like go off on a huge tangent, (laughs) but like we're not in a great place as a society Mm -mm. right now. Like we are working through some, stuff. we're in a hard marriage, right? We're, (laughs) we're working through the things. Um, we definitely need to keep working on them, but I just thought it was pretty important to say like the culture of the school reflects the culture of the society. Yep. I just, that is uh, completely accurate Mm -hmm. in this world that we're living in.
1: I mean, look, yeah, just look at how much we trust one another.
0: Yep. Yep. I think that in itself says a lot. (laughs) So the Finnish school system, and let me preface this. Hold on. I'm going to talk about Finland today. Yes. And I don't want you to read this as drop everything, move to Finland. Mm. Finland is like the end all be all. Yes. This is not true. <laughs> um, you definitely need to read this book if this episode interests you. What I want to get out of this is to like explain what's going well and like how we can move toward a better future. Yes. <laughs> I want this to be enlightening mm-hmm. and not like bashing. So please don't take this as me bashing the system even though it's broken. (laughs) Um, Even though we bash it all the time. Yes, and (laughs) Finland is not, I'm not saying that the Finnish school system is the end-all be-all. Like There are problems within it. The authors even talk about them. So please, if you are curious, read it. That's all I'm going to say on that. Okay, cool. So the Finnish school system is built on widespread trust in teachers' work within the education system. And trust is an integral integral element of productive positive school culture that contributes to the quality of teaching learning and well-being in school so i put how does finland society and culture foster this trust because clearly like we are not fostering this level of trust currently Mm -hmm. so finn's trust in fellow citizens is higher than anywhere else in europe i thought that was pretty interesting Mm -hmm. it is also the most stable country in the world. Mm. It's the safest country in the world, the best governance in the world, and it has the lowest level of crime in the world. Wow. um, That's a lot of good things going for it. I would say. If I say so myself. Yeah. And I think a lot of it has to do with how much emphasis they put on education. <laughs> oh, snap. Imagine because that. Because <laughs> in Finland, education is a basic human right. <laughs> I like literally put, five stars next to that i see that anyway so parents trust their children to take responsibility and be independent at a super young age Mm -hmm. um there's like this whole chart that explains what parents expect their kids to be able to do at certain ages okay which i thought was super interesting because at seven children are like completely dressing themselves Mm -hmm. whereas like (laughs) you see so many parents in the united states like dressing their children because they want them to be all cute and stuff which Mm -hmm. i get i totally get that i get it but like they have their children dress themselves at 7 at 8 they're expected to wear clean clothes and take the dirty ones to the laundry so like know the difference <laughs> awesome mm-hmm. love that <laughs> 9 they're allowed to go shop at their neighborhood grocery store love that 9 i'd be like absolutely oh, not not here, not here. No, no never Um, And then 11, they're allowed to go to the dentist alone. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) I know. Like, could you imagine? I didn't go to the dentist by myself until I was like 18. Same. Same. (laughs) Yep. Just kidding. It was probably 16 when I could drive. But still. Same. Um, The education system is a highly trusted public institution. Mind you that all of their schools are public. Mm -hmm. There aren't, like, well, there are, I think, No, I don't know. I actually don't know that fact, so I'm not going to say it, but I'm pretty sure from what I read is that their schools are all public schools. They don't have school choice, which we know here in the United States between Mm -hmm. charter and public and private. It's like, I'll get to it later, but basically like you go to your nearest school and they all trust the school that's in their neighborhood. It's pretty crazy.
1: According to just a quick search, it says Finland has no private schools. Okay. That's what I thought.
0: Cool. Charter schools are public. Charter schools are public. Yeah. They
1: have like public. So then it schools. has to be tuition free
0: because they mentioned money. Like yeah. They don't want money to get involved in yeah. it. Cool. But it says no private schools. Yeah. That makes sense. So in the United States, 35, 35% of parents are confident in the public school. <laughs> 35 in the United States. Oh. Whereas 85% of parents in Finland trust their children's primary schools. Mm-hmm. That's like n- a huge gap. That's not even like remotely close. Yeah, it's
1: not even like 10%.
0: That's a <laughs> massive jump. That is huge. So as I was saying before, education is considered a basic human right. Let me say that for those that didn't hear it in the back. <laughs> education is a basic human right and is free of charge and affordable to everyone oh Mm. look i put it right here oh there it is there are no private schools that sell education to parents like we do Mm -hmm. currently oh sorry i scratched my microphone (laughs) as every primary and secondary school is free from tuition fees Mm. Finnish education is of high quality rather equitable throughout the country and affordable all the way from early learning to higher education and continuous adult learning. There's no need to worry about where the good schools are because the most, because most people trust the nearest school is good enough.
1: So does that include that? So it's college. Yeah. It's all the way through. Yep.
0: Mom. Okay. Well, and most universities in Europe are no tuition Okay. from my understanding. Like you have to purchase books and stuff. Yeah. But they're banking like 50K at local universities here. Oh, yeah. It's heartbreaking. Mm
1: -hmm. I mean, my online master's degree was 20K. Yeah.
0: Well, and we had like a full conversation as a family about this Mm -hmm. while we were actually in Europe (laughs) because, you know, those things spark. But I just get really upset um, about money being attached to education as an educator who. Mm -hmm. Like doesn't necessarily have the means and ends to provide a private education for my children one Mm -hmm. day. Yeah, that to me, like education is and should always be a basic human right that is that that doesn't cost you a dime. Yeah, because you have the teachers that then their flock Mm -hmm. to these private schools because they make more money. Mm -hmm. Rightfully so. Don't get me wrong. We're not making any money. We, at our charter school, actually take, like, a decent reduction in pay.
1: We do. Yeah.
0: Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But Skylar and I <laughs> see the beauty behind what we do mm-hmm. and the importance behind what we do and, therefore, make do. We make yeah. it work.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: I feel like – so, I feel like there's going to be some
1: overlap in my book as well just good. because they – um the author goes and talks about how um why is there this what they call the achievement gap between the minority students who yep. don't have access to these private school no, education exactly and how our public schools are failing because we're just teaching to a test, teaching yep. to a test, teaching to a test. You go into a public school, not all, this is not a generalization, but you can go into a public school and find that the teacher is overwhelmed with grading papers and things while they're right. sitting at their desk and the students are sitting and just doing a worksheet. Yes, They don't know how to solve problems by themselves Ooh. because the teacher, like it's, and it's, it's, it's the whole system. But That's <laughs> what
0: makes me sick to my stomach is that people can pay people that can afford it will pay for their children to get a private education because they love them and they want the best for them. And I understand where they are coming from, yeah. but like what happens then to the rest of society who can't afford that and mm-hmm. can't provide their children a private education? Like, yeah, why are, <laughs> why are we funding the elite to be yeah. continuously oh, elite? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to say it. Mm-hmm. I said it. <laughs> Hate me if you wish, but I just don't think, I don't know. I don't know what our world would look like if we got rid of school choice. I mean, I'm curious. Mm-hmm. I am. I, I think it's a conversation worth having mm-hmm. with someone who's knowledgeable in that area because yeah. I am not. Uh, but I would like to see what our country would look like without school choice mm-hmm. or at least completely free education yeah. and equal access to everything. Yeah. that That's what I would curious to hear more about and mm-hmm. why why we can't get there yeah. I know why I mm-hmm. mean like <laughs> selfishness yeah. but it just it hurts it's just too. money in politics yep it's money and politics, like in politics which way. is hard to digest mm-hmm. honestly <laughs> so um I don't know if I want to cover all of this I'll just kind of briefly skim yeah because that's a lot <laughs> yeah I'm just gonna skim through this so basically okay. it was like there's a couple of chapters talking about how trust was embedded into the education system in Finland to begin with. And there was a huge education reform in 1990 where kind of important catalysts for establishing deeper trust in teachers happened. Mm. It like provided this new um, opportunity for teachers to basically make a name for themselves. So that included um, curricula, was developed in all schools. Teachers had a lot to do with this. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like government-based, kind of like our standards are. Like we, they talked to the professionals, yeah, and the teachers were trusted mm-hmm. to create a well-developed curriculum. Um, there's also teacher-led pedagogy. Um, I told myself to read page forty-four and forty-five, although I don't really remember <laughs> the importance behind it bottom of 45 bottom of 44 oh bottom of 44 teacher-led pedagogy oh most of us oh yeah (laughs) I will read this because it's it hurt okay this one hurt okay so it says teacher-led pedagogy the key feature of any profession is the freedom to choose choose the methods of work that will lead to the desired outcomes Most of us trust that medical doctors or dentists who are taking care of our health and well being have the best knowledge of how to do that. We rarely challenge the ways that designers, researchers, or artists do their jobs. In all of these and other professions, a commonly accepted ethic of service, autonomy to make informed judgments, and shared standards of practice form the basis of trust in these practitioners. In the teaching profession, This means that teachers, individually or collectively, should have freedom to choose the teaching methods that they think will lead to the best learning for all children and at the same time maintaining their collective responsibility to commit to research-informed practice, or excuse me, research-informed professional standards of practice, a.k.a. we trust everybody else Mm -hmm. to do their dang jobs, but not teachers. And not teachers. Mm. When we went to school for this. Yeah. We have studied. Let's see. Six years. Mm-hmm. To be where we're at. Yeah. At least us two. Some more. Some less. Yeah. But we have trained to be here. And clearly we're continuing to train to be here.
1: Mm-hmm. We're not stopping.
0: So why don't you trust us? hmm Anywho, <laughs> it's a conversation for another day. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they also have, so this is back on, like, how do they establish trust? Mm-hmm. Um, they have learning focus assessment, which is kind of what you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Getting rid of high stakes testing. Finland does not have high stakes testing mm-hmm. until high school when they're, like, moving on to college. Yeah. That's when they take the one, mm-hmm. the one and only standardized high stakes test yes are you joking me <laughs> we literally started taking standardized tests in like third grade it starts in third grade what the actual who is that good for <laughs> someone tell me someone come at me with the pros of standardized high stakes testing please well and please. i will go into a
1: lot in my book of he the author goes into um the these standardized tests don't do anything no it's a multiple choice no when in your career are you given all right a scantron here, who here is the problem <laughs> here are your three options choose one of those options yeah. that you would like to do pick the most right one pick the most correct option good luck. that's not how life works you no. have to problem solve which is why
0: they do project-based learning yes yeah shocker shocketh there, and I there shocketh. there are
1: school and he goes into schools that are doing it right and then the ones that are doing it right are the ones that have project assessments yes. and portfolios but they make a schools. portfolio yeah. from freshman year yes. to senior year and they have to explain why they should graduate <laughs> like <But> it's like <sighs> and they still those kids still do decently well on the SATs not having studied for the SATs at all but you see the most
0: success come out of those schools. You yes. do plain yeah. and simple. Yeah. Is those are the the kids that are ready for to be an adult. Yes. I.
1: Yeah. Um, that's that's <sighs> going into my book. Yeah. A little too much. I but can't. I can't wait to I'm hear excited. about that.
0: Another thing which I think we've talked about before because ugh is advanced teacher credentials. Mm. <laughs> Stop throwing teachers into it. Quit it. <laughs> this whole. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm going to hit a chord. I'm going to hit a court. Are you ready? Sure. I'm sorry, listeners. If you come at me, it's fine. I would like to talk about it. Um, this whole Teach for America thing where we're like throwing people into Title One schools who have oh, never been formally trained as an educator. Stop it. I hate it. Like literally shut it down. Yeah. I am so sick of people getting thrown into the profession and then quitting. Yeah. Like who thought that was a good job? Yeah. Or a good idea.
1: Yeah. Let's throw
0: the least trained
1: human in front of children and see how they survive.
0: And at that, the children who need the most. Yeah. The most. The Title I schools. (laughs) The most research-based, like, I...
1: Yeah. It's mind-blowing. That'd be like... it. Like going to a a doctor who just, like like if you need a Here's surgery the basic. <laughs> I need a surgery yeah for my heart cut I mean, me let's, open let's go to a, a someone who just yeah. graduated and Throw has never practiced ever by themselves yeah
0: here you go <laughs> good luck <laughs> have so much fun I hope you don't quit yes are you joking it's insane like I know that people are all about Teach for America but I am on the end where I'm like shut it down yeah. shut it down because you're trying to fill a void mm-hmm. and making it worse yeah and simultaneously lowering the trust in teachers. Mm-hmm. But if you have a difference of opinion like please tell me your thoughts. Like yeah. I would love to know what other people's stances are on that because I'm I sure know there it's are pros. controversial yeah. but
1: and I'm sure there are many adults <sighs> and many teachers who have come from that program and have learned so much and are totally. amazing teachers. Uh I just don't think it's the right way to do it.
0: Yeah, I agree. But Finland, <laughs> coming back, <laughs> Finland, um, primary school teachers must hold a master's degree in education. Yep. I think that's huge. Um, that also includes within that education, like time, you conducting an independent research project, studies in all disciplines included in primary school curriculum and a major subject in education or special education. Mm. So it's like, you have to know what you're doing. Yes. As shocker you should. shocker <laughs> um the entry which i thought was interesting the entry into the teacher education programs are super competitive mm-hmm. like i would live i would love to live to see that day oh I'm because kidding. right now we're shutting them down yeah like they're all going away yeah like when i went to school the one of the most competitive schools to get into is nursing mm-hmm. and i'm like man wouldn't that have been awesome for teachers to like Compete against one another, or like future educators compete against one another to get into that school.
1: It'd be, it'd be wild to me to, um, have to compete against someone else in a job interview for a job. Yeah, because at this point, I feel like I could kind of go anywhere. Oh yeah. And if they're Uh hiring for a teacher, you're gonna get that job. Basically, that's how I feel. I'm sure it's not like that because I know I've heard of. Um, even our school saying no to a couple people. That's true. That's but true. But I would feel a lot better about myself knowing that I got the job over somebody else. That means I'm yep. qualified and that yes. means they want they me here. they me. Yeah. They mm-hmm. picked me. Yeah. Rather but, than just like, oh, yeah, yeah. you're good. Let's yep. You're get, good enough. You're good enough. Let's get you, you can in the classroom. fill this
0: void yeah. for a year. Yep. <sighs> <laughs> oh. So those that can't keep up with the academic pace or don't perform are like basically kicked out of the, the program. Yeah. Which I think is awesome that, and that's their backbone of trust. Like everybody knows that there is a strict quality control in teacher education and that which is another problem that we're struggling with. So you mean there's no tenure? Oh no. I was just talking about like our universities need to oh, actually okay. train teachers. That too. Like that, that in itself yeah. is a huge issue. Um, And that the universities don't allow individuals to graduate who cannot demonstrate good levels of knowledge, (gasps) skills, morality, general capabilities to become successful teachers for life. Like, they just won't do it. Like, why are we passing people that are crap? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, can we not? Let's, (laughs) let's up our standards. Let's be real. I just want to cuss on this episode. It's not good. (laughs) Let's be real jerks about it. (laughs) A's. yeah that's exactly what i A's. was thinking like come on <laughs> it's time to like lay down the hammer yeah but i just
1: like for me it's hard to comprehend that because we're already at a teacher shortage so i but it has to hit this like breaking point yeah it's, at some point we have we're getting to in there don't
0: you think i feel like we're getting there are we i don't I feel know like, i don't it? know i i
1: really i want to be a person that like i need to see more schools like, I want to go, like, so this author. No, you're not leaving me. No, not oh, okay. to go teach at other schools. Like, Wait, this author, so Tony Wagner goes and sees. Yeah. Uh, like, so observes. many different schools. He travels yeah. and observes, and he does these walks through schools. Right. And, like, for me, all I see is my school, and then I hear from a right. couple others right. who teach at other schools in Arizona. So I don't know what it looks like across the country. Um, so I don't know if we're hitting this point of, are we raising our standards? I don't know. To me, until you have to have a master's. Well, no, that's how I know we're lowering our standards is because you don't don't have to be a certified teacher to teach. Uh -uh. There are public school, public schools that are now accepting uncertified teachers, which (sighs) our school, you don't need to be certified, but. I, I can't, and oh, you know, I agree with it. Um. Same, <laughs> love you,
0: but like, mm, maybe we should change that. Yeah, I get where they're coming from. Like, they want professionals in the area of expertise, but yes. like, if teachers were trained in all disciplines, mm-hmm. like we were are supposed to be, like mm-hmm. we should be, yeah, it would be a non issue. Mm-hmm. Maybe this all starts in the universities. Yeah. Like maybe that's the solution. Mm. Start, I don't know, upping the ante and then kick the other ones out as time goes on. Yeah. (laughs) It's got to start somewhere though. Like someone's got to figure out a point where we can all get behind and start like advocating for change because like what we're doing isn't working. Mm -hmm. And it just, we continue to lose teachers. Like we're continuing to fill schools with people that are not trained. Mm like it's it's hurting our society it it's is. literally breaking our society i see because it. we are uneducated mm-hmm. okay let's <sighs> let's talk about some good things okay <laughs> oh gosh we just keep going down yeah but it's like no it's one's so talking about it or at least not talking about it enough not that i shoot get. Yeah. literally education could solve come at me with <laughs> a problem that education could not solve and yeah. i will argue that it can <laughs> like please someone try i dare you DM me and I'll be like Kindly. this is how it can change and I'll <laughs> write out a whole essay Elon Musk if you're listening I can probably provide you a yeah, way <laughs> <I guess. laughs> if you're listening <laughs> I can provide you a way in which to build schools to foster education and to solve a lot of our uh, issues just start reaching out to a bunch of people I'm gonna reach out to Elon Musk Let's Elon I love you hey, I'm gonna my brother you how I'm to gonna save the world, world. hey <laughs> <I hate> my brother <laughs> Love that! (laughs) Hey, we have a Tesla in our family. Therefore, you can reach out to Elon Musk. Yes, that's it. That's how I have association then (laughs) through Tesla. I tell you, he said if someone can lay out like a concise plan to solve world hunger, he would do it. So, like, can I reach out to him with a way to solve our education education system, and then work with him on like? he's got the money he's got the money he's got the funds maybe i'll reach out to like jeff bezos wife too <laughs> hey. come on i mean they've got the monies how do we, we can, connect
1: with these people
0: yeah can someone hook us up how can does someone how can we, talk we to us? message
1: through the system <laughs> yeah. how can we reach our way through <laughs> our anywho low level <laughs> podcast <laughs> no we are high achieving what, <laughs> what are, are you talking are, about yes okay 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 sorry back
0: guys. on track <laughs> we're like approaching the hour mark and i'm like just getting into it <laughs> okay i hope you're still listening because Part, these this is a multi-part. <laughs> yeah right these are the seven principles aka what we can do in the united states right now to help to establish trust okay so if go. you've been bored the whole time and yes. you've like completely tuned us out this is what you can do. Here are your actionable steps. Are you ready? Ready? Go. Okay. One. One. Educate teachers to think. Yes. Shocker. Let's do I'm it. I am shooketh on that <laughs> idea. AKA give student teachers more field time spent with veteran teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, this means throwing them in freshman year, right? Yes. Getting them to be, I learned the most during practicum hours. When I was in the classroom learning the stuff, watching it go down. And
1: don't, I'm sorry, but don't give us a mentor teacher that is a year away from retiring that hates their job. Or
0: that just hates their job in general. Like, yeah, make sure that they're actually a qualified person yep. first. please. AKA us. <laughs> <laughs> give me the student teacher. I have one this year.
1: Yes, I'm going to train her
0: and I'm going to make her love her job and then I she's going to stay forever. One more year until I can have a student teacher. And then we're going to just train them all. All of them the Everybody. future of america
1: <laughs> taylor and skyler <laughs> educating the future of america <laughs> it's fun let's start our campaign
0: <laughs> i'm in i'm in if you're in okay okay okay, okay. sorry <laughs> also this is this all falls under educate teachers to think help them prepare prepare for the future so like start asking teachers where they feel like they're lacking where they can improve in their careers we need teachers to be able to handle the ability of teaching and we need to teach them how to think, which goes into your book of like just teaching a person to be a problem solver yep. and a team player mm-hmm. and an activist and all those things. Don't solve other people's problems. Yeah, stop solving other people's problems. And we also need to provide teacher training, right? Actual, yes. decent, real life teachery things. Mm-hmm. Like our PDs should be focused on how to better our professions.
1: Classroom management.
0: Yeah, classroom management. I know we want to do like umpteen million things but like it all comes down to every single year you have new teachers Mm -hmm. and and there's always new research there's always new research out there coming out about how to be a better teacher and we need to continue to look for it Mm -hmm. and to teach it yes period okay step two what else can we do to establish more trust in the united states in education mentor the next generation so aka this kind of goes back to like student teachers like the mentorship part of your uh teaching degree <laughs> teaching degree <laughs> okay. this is why i am not <laughs> <laughs> just kidding um but student teachers pre-service teachers work with a seasoned veteran teachers like we were saying they don't receive grades in finland for this kind of like time in their life mm-hmm. it's just this time is just focused on practice and guidance mm-hmm. so like There's no fear of failure here. If you mess up, you learn from your sakes, you move on. It's not like this. I'm going to flunk out kind of like the pressure that we have. Like there's still pressure on them to obviously like they're in a competitive school. Mm -hmm. They just don't need to slap a freaking grade on it like we do. Yeah. Um, Mentors help the students think about key takeaways from lessons that can be gleaned on, mistakes that they can fix. There's a ton of feedback discussions um feedback is actually one of the primary ways that mentor teachers in finland build trust with their trainees Mm. which is something kind of we do at our school which i think we need to continue 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 to do Mm -hmm. because we kind of let that slip um through covid COVID, obviously but we're i think we're finally finding our footing again i hope so (laughs) post covid world because i think this year will be
1: like a decently back to normal yes. year i yeah. hope because last year was still a little bit mm-hmm. covid ish but not really but not as our, much i as, feel like our yeah. school did a really
0: good job with it I but agree. um I agree. i'm
1: hoping this year is like a back
0: to normal ish yeah. year well cuz it's like ever since so like you came on board in 2018 we expanded that year so mm-hmm. it was like expansion year boom covid then like post covid yeah. and now it's like okay we're we're finally um getting back in this space of normalcy hopefully
1: let's let's get our professional development let's get like yeah
0: here's a quote that I really liked under that section it's if you never fail you can never actually learn and if you don't know what's bad about yourself then you don't know how to make yourself better or how to improve which Mm -hmm. we've said time and time again oh yeah step three how else can we establish trust in the United States it's free (laughs) within a framework Finnish teachers seem to have much more professional autonomy than the teachers in the United States. I think that's a big one. Mm -hmm. U.S. teachers are in front of their class or no work. Sorry, it says it in another part. They work 45 hours a week, which I think is a load of bull. I think it's well over that number. I
1: was going to say it's probably I think it's closer to 50, 55, Uh, 60 hours a week,
0: especially beginning especially oh, beginning first two three years
1: of teaching mm-hmm. for sure
0: and then fin um Finnish educators are working about 32 hours per week Wow, that's a huge difference like mm-hmm. i think 45 is being real generous um, like that's time spent at school yes at, at school, school yeah. like we go home mm-hmm. and we continue yes. to yeah. work um, Finland teachers often say that they are professionals akin to doctors, architects, and lawyers, Snaps. which I would argue that yes. Like I might sound like a conceited person right now, but <laughs> I, I think I am. I think I am well-trained and I think I'm, I think I could be, I'm a master's degree student. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love my job. I think I am absolutely a professional. Mm-hmm. Like what? Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Continuing. On. Um yeah. So each district is responsible for creating its own curriculum and guaranteeing that educational policies are adequately employed. There is a national core curriculum framework, but schools basically get to determine like how they are executing the curriculum. So
1: kind of like standards-ish, but not Ish, standards, but
0: not nearly the way that we have it.
1: It's like one standard per I just
0: think of it as like I definitely need to understand it better but it's like from what I understand it's a framework of like this is where like this is what we need children to learn throughout their primary years okay you are the school you are the professionals you need to take this framework Mm. and you need to divvy it out by grade level as you see fit so more like developmental milestones probably than anything I think I think it's like standards but not as specific as common core standards yes so more
1: like how a developmental milestone is by four your child should be
0: able to do this it's like by second grade your child should understand that there is marine life in Mm. form cool (laughs) (laughs) yeah something (laughs) like that um but basically like local principals and teachers work together to determine learning outcomes Mm -hmm. the syllabi and teaching methods for each grade level and every subject in their school cool so, teachers have a central role in designing the, nat- the national curriculum, mm-hmm. which <laughs> the United States like, didn't take into consideration much um, input from experienced teachers when they developed Common Core. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to throw that one out there in case yeah. you were curious. Um, another thing that we can do to establish trust in the United States is to cultivate a responsible learner, which you are going to go into much more detail about mm. in- from your book just from like what I'm understanding and what I'm hearing from about it. Yeah. Um, but we need to teach students procedures, how to hold them accountable. That practice makes progress. Like, okay, we've tried this. It's not working or Mm -hmm. like we need to change or we've tried this. We need to practice so that we can basically like do what we need to do. Okay. Students should be able to enjoy freedom, um, this was really cool. Uh, there was a teacher who developed like these three levels of trust, which I want to try in some form mm-hmm. because it helps. Well, first off, it's based on their current levels of self-regulation, mm-hmm. their ability to get started, to keep on task, to not get distracted, which is a big one and to finish their work.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So like a teacher is looking at their class, obviously the dis- this doesn't happen day one, like you're just watching your class on how they can get started and do their work. Mm -hmm. But this one classroom did the first level of trust is that students can only work in the classroom. I was like, okay, sounds about right. Yeah. When they have the ability to get started, to keep on task, to not get distracted and finish their work, Mm -hmm. they can start to move into different areas like the hallway or somewhere that the teacher can still see and hear them. Okay. It's like, okay, I could probably swing that with Dr. J. Like, I feel like she'd be a little bit on board for that. Maybe, like, during math centers or not centers, but, like, math independent, math work time. <laughs> <laughs> centers, oh. independent, work time. <laughs> <sighs> you know what I'm talking <laughs> about. Yes. Um, but then the third level is where they can work basically anywhere.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, for our school I imagine them going to the library like basically they're an independent on their own and the minute they mess it up Mm -hmm. that is relinquished and they go back to level one until they have established that trust with you again did they say what grade this was that this teacher tried this I don't remember but they were saying like you can do this in different capacities at mm-hmm. any grade level. Yeah. Like, obviously, it's going to look very different from kinder than it is in second, than it yeah. is in fifth. Yeah, cause but I, like, like,
1: hardly trust my kids to just walk to the parent volunteer but in the But that's also
0: a systemic issue. Yeah. Like, we don't trust our kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a problem. Yeah. So, like... This year, I, I want to try something in its capacity. I really have to think through what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, But unfortunately, I almost feel like it has to be a school-wide thing. Yeah. Because the moment you get the kids from the other classrooms that like, you know what I mean? Yeah. They feed off of each other. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know. It's something to definitely think through. It has a lot more to it than meets the eye. Yeah but I think it's something worth like discussing as a school like what what could this look like for us Mm -hmm. especially as like I feel like it would foster into what you're talking about in your book like it trains them to like problem solve and to be an independent worker and like be trusted in quote unquote the workforce yes you know yeah okay so fifth thing That you can do to establish trust is to play as a team. Oh, my God. I can't stress the importance of this one enough. This is Mm. something that we can do as adults. Yeah. In Finland, teachers are not pitted against one another. Their effectiveness is not measured by questionable metrics, a.k.a. high stakes, standardized testing. Yeah. Shook it. Like, I can't imagine being a third grade teacher or beyond mm. simply because like even when we have dibbles in Galileo that are great indicators for reading and mm-hmm. math and whatnot like even seeing scores against like our fellow second grade teachers I'm always like you don't know like this test does not know my class oh when I go you through you don't dibbles, know their abilities you don't know what they're capable of exactly. you don't know how they were tested or how they test in general like This says nothing about the child. It's a number. Plus, I'm sorry, but a second grader on a freaking computer tells you nothing. Yeah. Nothing. They click through those Galileos like it's nothing. Oh, yeah. They don't care. They're like, this is boring. I don't get it. They don't care.
1: No. It's numbers. That's what it
0: is. It's numbers that pit us against each other.
1: They do because I go on because we have access to everybody's scores online. And I go and I'll look at a more veteran teacher who scores are better and I'm like yes. I'm failing Yep, I feel like I'm failing yep. my kids I mean granted a veteran
0: teacher yeah granted my kids class. did
1: so good yeah with dibbles um so it felt great this right. year but like still uh, yeah you like, have that
0: are, eminent fear yeah. that never goes away of like oh my god my class has to be good enough yeah or I like, have to be good enough
1: in order for our prop 301 bonus yep. it's like my students didn't do that great on whatever assessment it right. was, the Galileo. And our headmaster was like, oh, it was fine. It's just two points off the rubric and for whatever amount that you get. So it's we're basing this yes. bonus on how
0: my students tested
1: on a computer that they've never touched before.
0: Which research shows that when money is linked to performance, mm-hmm. people tend to do worse. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I love money like (laughs) I'm happy to take money where I can yes always. but honest to god that like that should just be in our paycheck as Mm -hmm. is because we are professionals that are working our behinds off Mm -hmm. like every single day that we come in Mm -hmm. and honestly like sky and I might be a rare form and those of you listening might be a rare form Mm -hmm. compared to some of your fellow educators but like when you have educators that are passionate and that will work hard like we're going to do everything that we can to get the job done the way that yeah. it's supposed to be done regardless of money
1: i'm going to do any- everything i can yep. for my kids
0: yeah and it's not we're not like sitting there thinking oh this is going to get me my bonus this is going to give me my bonus no. at this point i'm like screw the bonus like yeah. i'm i'm done comparing myself yeah i'm so sick of it's always that an judgment. after
1: it's an afterthought for yeah. me it's never like a during oh, the Galileo a, test. Same. I'm like, oh no! If my kids don't do well, I'm not gonna get enough money. Nope. No, that it's is like not a thought. It's like during your end of year, and you're like, oh, it, yeah, crap. it's when the after part of it of like they
0: didn't do that well. But. Yeah, awesome. Um, <laughs> continuing on. Sorry, <laughs> there's just a lot to talk about that I feel like is so good to I talk know. about. Um, did you do? High performing schools view teaching as a team sport, not an individual act. Like. Get together with your team. Work mm-hmm. with your team. Listen to our episodes on team sh- teamship, <laughs> teamship, <laughs> on teamship, <laughs> on teamwork, and how to be a good team player. Because if you're going at this alone, like you're gonna burn out and you're gonna be done. Period. I,
1: I will go into that as well. Um, how working with a team is a uh, a vital skill that people need to learn how to do. Yes, as adults. Yes, because we're heading into dogs. a society that works more in teams yeah like professional jobs you work more in teams I
0: literally can't think of a single job where a person is isolated as a single unit yeah like, like just by themselves yeah they because don't work even with like entrepreneurs that start solo mm-hmm. often build mm-hmm. if their business is successful and then hires like there's very seldom a time where you Don't have to work with somebody yeah and you need to learn you need to learn to cope with that and how to navigate that exactly um schools also need to build social capital which is basically saying like the network of relationships that individuals groups and entities create to benefit themselves and others so Mm -hmm. like we need to have flexible schedules um that's really hard in schools like it just is Mm -hmm. but there needs to be more free time more professional development research like time to literally research Mm -hmm. like please riddle me that like i would love to have a pd day where our administration trusts us enough to be like go into your classroom i want you to research like some practice Mm -hmm. and come back with what you found on it
1: yeah or like steps to take yes like
0: please i would love time to just look up like how to be a better teacher yeah please because we
1: you and i we do with that this all the time podcast read a lot yeah. of education books on how to be better teachers
0: but we even but I can, before the podcast
1: i can list off some teachers that i know that they work at school they do their job i go home and that's it
0: but that all goes back to like upping the standards yeah up your standards if they can't comply <laughs> See you later. Yeah, exactly. Which like if you have enough teachers in a competitive university, you you're going to find someone. Yeah, exactly. There needs to be more time to grade. Period. Period. Mm. Um, there needs to be time to refine our practices, to observe others, um, to spend time in the teacher's lounge. If you are not spending time in your teacher's lounge, get into your teacher's lounge, sit there for lunch, have conversations step away from your classroom Mm -hmm. and stop thinking about work like just be be present communicate you can even talk about school like just sip on your coffee Mm -hmm. get out of your classroom and enjoy time spent with your fellow educators Mm
1: -hmm. learn from one another Yeah, yeah
0: exactly share your lesson plans your units work together Um, And then there's two more ways. Way six to build more trust in our system is to share the leadership. I thought that this one was pretty cool. It's kind of what we're already doing, Mm -hmm. at least in our school. So teachers should be working closely with the principal and other administrators. So we have faculty advisors. So in Finland, they have something called the jury system where Mm -hmm. it's kind of in congruence with our faculty advisors. So at least in our school, one veteran teacher from every grade level meets with administration once a month, I think it is. I think so. Either once a month or like every two weeks, something like that, to discuss the ongoings of school. And like Skyler and I being outside of faculty advisor could bring anything to our faculty advisor, who is Carter, and we could say, hey, I would really like for you to discuss – this or I think we should mention that or Mm -hmm. what have you that way there's like a direct link between you and administration and we're working as a team as a whole school without the whole school having to be there at every single meeting yeah um so that's really important if you don't have that system like maybe throw it out there look into the Finland jewelry system which is spelled Mm j-o-r-y do your research on that and then get back to your principal or administration and just say I think that this is a great opportunity for us to work together and to establish trust. Mm. Um, And then another thing it mentioned was to have student leadership opportunities like a student council, which I know that we vouched for a couple of years ago. I don't remember why it was turned
1: down. Because it was more of like a quote unquote popularity contest type situation, I thought.
0: That's interesting because this says that student council can train students to look after one another Mm -hmm. like to take in the interest of the whole and then create a culture of safety trust and responsibility versus like it be like i i can understand where they're coming from with this whole popularity contest but like when done with the right intention i think it can be done really well yeah but yeah i was just kind of looking up
1: Cause that, that email. email was sent back in 2020 when you and I were like full fledged, we need to start a student council club. Yeah. We could do whatever. Um, and this was just the response of our Dean of instruction. And she had just said that we don't believe, um, That should be left to elementary school students. A student government gives students the impression that they have the power to make school or class-wide decisions when in fact they do not. But
0: why not?
1: School government elections. We should question it. We should come back and just say, can you tell us more? Yeah. It just says school government elections, especially at elementary level, are more likely to become popularity contests. It would be all too easy for the conversation to turn Uh, to current politics and it is not a teacher's role to share his or her political views with students this has the potential to unnecessarily polarize students whose families have different differing political stances hmm that's i feel like we should revisit she said, if the intent is to cultivate a sense of, of citizenship in students, there are ways to do that. Um, here are a couple of suggestions. Spend time working in groups of students of diverse ages and spend or find a way to help students serve the school or broader community on a regular basis. Which so I th-
0: like we could do like a community service club? I think so. I'm like not opposed to that idea, actually. I'm I'd down to
1: do that this year. Because then we could
0: like. Well, but we'll, we should talk about that because, like, yeah. we have to involve like travel, probably waivers, stuff like that. Unless we did stuff on site, yeah, like on campus. Well, we should talk about that. We should actually like look into that. I'm write that down, right? Yeah, now. can you? Okay. Anyway, <laughs> last but not least, we need to trust the process, which can be also hard. Um, but Finland exercises patience. <laughs> patience oh. is a. Virtues, yes, it is. Like literally, that should be on our boards. Yes, I'm sorry, but I'm there about, needs to be patience I'm so on there.
1: Close to putting patience. I would love with to. my virtues.
0: Why can you also write down? <laughs> reach out to admin about putting patience under virtue. <laughs> because like no joke, it is so important I know
1: we've mentioned it before we have our nine virtues that our students learn it's kind of like the quote-unquote pillars that a lot of schools do but we teach the students the nine virtues obviously there are others but to me patience should be a virtue that we teach because it's insane I would love to hear the justification
0: behind why it's not there I want to know. So I bad. would love to. So bad. Okay. So Finland exercises patience with his teachers and students believing that the right amount of time and support that they need, like with it, with the time and support, they can be successful. Mm-hmm. Basically what it's saying is like their, their, um, special education system also looks a little different than ours okay. because they basically believe that every single individual individual has their own special needs okay um whatever that may look like for them Mm -hmm. they never take like i said system-wise standardized tests until their what's called matriculation exam which is at the end of high school that's if they like choose to go further Mm -hmm. um students are assessed by teachers and schools are evaluated by sample-based assessments thematic evaluations and projects so you know how like our school is looked at by the government by data points mm-hmm. that's why we have to do dibbles we have to do galileo we have to do whatever mm-hmm. the easy merit yeah the schools in finland are not assessed by those things mm-hmm. even by their government like that does not happen yeah um and then students do this is a weird one i was like i wonder what this would look like mm-hmm. students do not receive any numeric or alphabetic grades what grades like kinder through fourth
1: mmm Does it say what they do instead?
0: No, I don't, I don't, I don't know what they do. Just like, it's based on the teacher
1: who can pass them on?
0: Yeah, I think it's like a pass or fail. Like, I think from what I understand, they Mm -hmm. still have to, they still find it very, very important to meet with the parents Mm -hmm. to discuss progress. Like, I'm sure that the teacher has... basically a list of or they have their standards that they have to meet and if the child is passing or not Mm -hmm. like we have line items that we meet I'm sure that the teacher still does that Yeah. but it's not given to the kid Mm -hmm. like the kid does not know which I kind of fluctuate back and forth with because I love it when kids see their progress Yeah. and like can track where they started and how far they've come as an individual working really hard but then I struggle with like the students that aren't making that progress. Mm-hmm. Like we're, so that's like a conversation worth having is like, yeah. what does that look like for you mm-hmm. in Finland? Yeah. So yeah, those are seven ways that we can start to establish trust. And I actually reached out to um, our headmaster a couple weeks ago and I asked her if we could have what's called an AMA session. So throughout the book, there's like, tons of suggestions mm-hmm. on what you can do to establish trust and one of them called ama or ask me anything and basically like we are now going to we being Skylar and i and maybe a few other teachers will lead um, a panel for about 30 minutes um, and just answer any questions or concerns that incoming lead teachers may have so yeah love that oh you know another one i just flipped open hmm. to this page to host optional book studies i we've would... been talking about this for years yeah. can you write that one down too yeah i i need because i need to you get so caught up in life and just you do the thick of it with our masters and now like wedding stuff it's i don't want to get lost in it all and i would love to have a book study for a pd like i will i'm finally in the place where I feel like I could host one and feel confident in that especially if it's practice based yeah like when I we did one my first year it was more like for funsies like Mm -hmm. I read Charles Dickens which is great like don't get me wrong but I would love to take like teach like a champion or the first days of school or just like lost at school yeah. that i just happened to look over at we and should see
1: if we can just do like a month like a like monthly after school, thing. after school i'm in for anyone that wants to come if you yes. want to read this book this month
0: i'm in i'm I, in can you write it down
1: i did thank you i I, wrote love you. It down. I can't wait um and we'll do like a little sign up oh man we're doing it y- yes we we're are. doing the darn yep. thing you heard it here
0: first <laughs> You heard it here first. Let's do this book. <gasps> we could do a virtual one if it works out really well. <laughs> we'll explain it to our schools. listeners. <laughs> Let's Anywho, do. Honestly,
1: we should do this book as our first. Which book? This one as our first book study.
0: That'd be an intense one. That'd it would be, be a real intense one. I'm not opposed. I don't. I wanna we only also focus do the on. Gap. Uh,
1: yeah, I wanna focus on books, obviously, yes. that are education. Yeah, y'all, no, y'all. Yo, yo, none would of be, these
0: like. No. Nope. None of, none of these other things. I think <laughs> it should be solely educational based to better practice. Yes. I think that's something that we're missing out yes. on. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, let's do it. Cool. So closing thoughts, because I know we're over an hour and you guys are probably getting bored, but <laughs> like I said, all of this is just this so is good. Too good. Um, One quote that stabbed me in the heart and then yanked it out and then stabbed me again <laughs> was if we trust teachers with the lives of our children why shouldn't we trust them with a lesson plan mm. like accurate bah, 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 <laughs> stab <laughs> me in the heart it's true like i as an educator do not understand why you can't trust me yeah like it hurts it hurts more than people understand it's just what
1: what my brain goes to is if you Can throw out the idea to give me a gun. Yep. Trust that I can do a lesson plan and educate your child to be a human because that's what I was trained to do.
0: Exactly. Yes. Yeah. There we go. Can you write that in a quote? And then stick it on my board. <laughs> You're adding it to your list. I'm <laughs> so bored. If you trust me with that That's what think. I want. That's what I want for my birthday. That sign. That <laughs> sign. In your classroom. In my classroom. <laughs> you think that you can I, throw a gun at me. <laughs> I don't know if that will go well. Jeffers is like, oh, hey, Tay, hey, can, can you take that down? <laughs> I'm like, oh, sorry. It's my inspiration. Let's <laughs> we'll just put it on a yard sign. <laughs> check it outside. Check oh, it outside. This is how I feel. This is how I feel, <laughs> everybody. Oh man, hey it's man. fine. <laughs> okay, um I'm just going to throw it out there. The authors put in at the end um this I think document called A Nation at Hope, which basically they talk about like no child left behind and oh god, it's like all of those things that have been put into place by presidents that have done literally like nothing Mm -hmm. besides stress us the heck out. Yes. Um, A Nation at Hope makes six recommendations for action to accelerate the efforts in schools and local communities and to have positive impacts on students' learning and well-being, which I thought was awesome. They want you to set a clear vision that broadens the definition of student success. I think that's a big one. Mm -hmm. They want us to transform learning settings so that they are safe Hmm. and supportive. They want us to change instruction to teach social and emotional and cognitive skills. Oh boy. That's a big one. Mm -hmm. Um, They want us to build adult expertise into child development. They want us to align resources and leverage partners in the community to address the whole child. And they want us to forge closer connections between research Mm -hmm. and practice by shifting the word. I don't know how to pronounce, but you do. Sorry. It's paradigm. I think I always say paradigm and then you correct me and then paradigm. paradigm. Thank you (laughs) for how research gets done. So I listed off a whole bunch of ways to establish trust within your schools. If you're sitting there thinking like there is zero trust in my school and I don't know what to do about it Mm -hmm. read in teachers we trust it's a really really good read I literally highlighted like this entire thing so sorry for keeping you so late we will let you go any closing thoughts on your end uh just we have to do positives really quick right you go um Ooh,
1: it's been a while, but my thing that I'm really on right now, especially just as we prepare to get married and have babies, uh, um, yes. is I found a cookbook slash, like, just book that is like the moon cycling. Um, let me look at the authors and it oh, yeah, gives you, that. did you get it yet? Yeah. Uh, it's on my house. Okay. It. it gives you recipes for each phase of your cycle. And, um, I've tried about five recipes so far. I've loved every single one of them. It is the moon cycle cookbook. It's a holistic nutrition guide for a well-balanced menstrual cycle. It's by Devin loftus and Jenna Radomski. radomsky. Um, <laughs> I just, I'm obsessed with it and I'm like going to recommend it to every human woman, <laughs> not human, but women. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm just really like starting to feel like I know my body more than I used to. What's up? You made a face. No, finish, <laughs> but that's finish. my positive is this book that I'm loving and and syncing my cycle to foods yeah. that are beneficial to me and adding seeds to my diet that Small I need during. We can do. There's so many things. Just look up like seed cycling or look yes. up just foods to eat during your cycle and get to know your body because we women do not know
0: they didn't teach us anything they didn't
1: teach you anything or maybe maybe you were taught and if you were good for you and i'm so happy that someone taught you but i am now almost 27 and i'm just starting to learn how my body functions so it's a hard pill to swallow it is that's for sure and back to education yeah why aren't we teaching high school women or even middle school i was gonna say like when you middle, start, i started
0: mine in sixth grade yeah so. it should be this should be something that everyone knows about and, and it's not like it i don't think there's anything controversial behind that it's literally no. just knowing your body this and is how it science. functions it
1: is science based period. our, our yeah. women our bodies work so differently and yep. we need to know how they work. And I think that's a huge one. And I've said it to my kids so many times, but you get one body in yep. your lifetime. This is your body. Yep. Take care of it.
0: Yes. And we forget that. we do. That's a good one. Anyway. Um, I made a face because happy 50th episode. Oh, <gasps> wait! I just looked at our schedule and I typed in, in teachers we trust. And I looked over and I was like, I thought we did a 50. Oh, we did a no, one we year. We did a one year. This, this is, is our 50. big five oh So That's perfect. Pew, pew, pew. That's a perfect giveaway. Back to school 50th, 50th episode. 50th mm. episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, 50 mm-hmm. episodes. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. 50 episodes in really one year. We've come a long way. High five. Yeah, Ooh. one, two,
1: three. Yeah. I stood up for
0: that one. Yes, you did. Um, My positive is. Obviously, getting engaged. to the love of my life. So, oh, so I can't cute. wait to do all the things. Just my heart literally just like skipped to be thinking about it. Just, like, yeah, oh, I'm I, so freaking happy. It's, it's just so. such a good time. It is. It's we're, like we're in a good time of our lives right are. now.
1: I'm very proud of us. I am too. And where we're at. I and agree. And I'm excited to do it
0: together. Yes. I love you. I love you. Okay, we're leaving you guys. Okay um teachers underscore talk underscore podcast on the gram and email us at teachers talk pod gmail.com uh send us some stuff oh yeah we should do another episode now that school is getting back in session on teacher tales start start to look out for some fun uh first days of school stories maybe how you're preparing
1: Ooh, that would be nice maybe your faculty what are you and your faculty doing
0: yeah maybe you fell off a chair like getting Uh, stuff ready
1: somebody oh somebody had this Spalding training (gasps) (gasps) tripped on the stage as she went up and i felt so bad on a
0: stage why we were in the lund but why are you on this oh like a trainer
1: like we were the trainers we were going up they like oh, called the trainers to come up afterward. Plant? She like <gasps> went down pretty hard. Oh. <laughs> anyway, that's awful. Yeah. That's okay. Nice. Anyway, Love fun stories. <laughs> Bye. Bye guys.